ignorance gone, your natural talent comes out. Oh, welcome to church. (laughs) I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can go to my YouTube chat line, and I'm going to take your questions and answers as we move forward, all right? Also, good morning here again to everybody. Thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it. Um, Any questions for me? Someone came. I got to ask Jesse this. All right, right here. There is a video where you. Uh, there is a video where you said that uh, I forgot who you were speaking to, but you said uh, you should marry within your race. And so I wanted you to go ahead and explain that. Well, you know, we're in a fall. Is this your first time here? Yes, it is. What's your first name? Ernesto. Uh, good question, man. Um, I know a whole lot of folks marry outside of their race. They date outside of their race, but it's an abnormal thing. You're only doing it because you're in a fallen state. And in that fallen state, you're trying to get away from the person that caused you, that traumatized you. You know, if you had a mean father, you don't want that kind of father. If you had a mean mother, you don't want that kind of mother. And maybe you're doing it even unconsciously doing it in that fallen state. But if you had not gone into that fallen state, you would marry the woman that looked like your mother, you know, same color. You wouldn't go away from that. But people unconsciously trying to get into better relationships and they end up in hell anyway because it's the spirit that drives us. We are a spirit and everything we do is spiritual. And so if you try in that fallen state uh, because you become like what you hate and you become attracted to what you hate, you can't get away from it. And so you end up marrying a Chinese thinking you're getting away from mama and she's as bad as mama. You know what I'm saying? I know some guys who have gone all the way to China trying to get away from mama and they end up marrying over there, bringing her back, and they're still married to mama because they're attracted to the spirit that they hate. Isn't that amazing? So what do you think about interracial marriage or dating? I never really saw a problem with it. Um, I think, if anything, when I heard you say that, my first instinct was, for the family, it would be better just because, I mean, I'm yeah, Hispanic. That too. So it'd be a lot easier for me to marry a Hispanic, and then that way our family would mesh a lot easier. Yeah. So that was my original yeah. idea. Yeah. It's an abnormal thing, but, you know, in this world today, people are pushing abnormal things because they don't know how to overcome them. And if you speak against them, they call you racist, woman hater, all kind of haters, right? But we got to start telling the truth so we can bring things back to order. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. So have you dated outside your race? I did. My only girlfriend was outside my race. Oh, man. Well, let me guess. A black girl. (laughs) Korean. See? (laughs) You got it. (laughs) And how did that go? Uh, It went well until I got tired of it and Uh, had to break up with her. Yeah. Yeah. And so have you overcome your mother? I did. You went to her? I did. Oh, what happened? Uh, it, it was so a lot were you easier. you nervous? No, I wasn't nervous. Okay. And so you went and said what? Well, I've had a long journey with this kind of myself. Uh, I mean, I just recently started listening to your videos, and you kind of hit it on the nail. I was more angry with my father. Yeah. And uh, my mom actually did a lot of good things. So I know you, you think a lot of the anger that originates from the father actually originates from the mother. But this one was more towards my father. Yeah. And uh, so I, I forgave my father, and uh, he still has some issues to work through. Right. So 
I just recently moved out of the house. I got back from the army. I moved in with, to the house, and I had to move right back out. Oh, good. Yeah. So, how old are you? Twenty-five. Oh, good. Mm. And so, was it easy moving out? Uh, yeah, it was what I wanted to do. Did you know you were a beta male while you were living there? Well, I was a beta male before I joined the army. Once I got out of the army, I wasn't a beta male anymore. Oh. That wasn't because of the army. That was because I grew as a person. Oh, good man. And so I moved, I moved back home, not a beta male. How long I, you stay there? A month, maybe two months. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, man. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Any other questions? Right here. <laughs> that's Hector right there. No, not Hector. What's your name? Yes. Is it, <laughs> is it Hector? Yes. Oh, let, <laughs> let him have the mic back real fast. So Hector is our new... He's doing an internship here, training to become the uh, producer of the radio show. So if it works out, we've got to hire him. That's Hector, a good man. Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah. You a good man? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's Hector, everybody. Blame it on him. Yes, sir. Morning, Jesse. It's nice to see you. Thank you, man. Uh, this your first time here, too? My first time here, too. And what's your name? I'm Bill. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, sir. Don't mess with Bill. No, 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 no. Don't mess. Is that true? Don't mess with Bill? That's right, brother. That's right. So uh, I have several, if you can indulge me. The first one is I asked one of my daughters to watch church, uh, one of the church. And she said, I called her and I said, well, what did you think? Did you enjoy it? And she goes, no. I said, what, what's wrong with, uh, with Jesse? She says, well, he's a sexist. And I said, wait, what? He says, he says, he's telling everybody that it's mama's fault. Everything is mama's fault. And I'm trying to say, is it not all, not all, not all? Or is, right. is not it all, all, not all, not all, but most. But most. <laughs> so what, what do I tell her about what, what you're trying to accomplish, which I think is valuable? Tell her to suffer and die. <laughs> really, because that's what's going to happen. The only reason we need to go back to our parents is so that we can forgive. You know, the mothers did the best that they could do, but they did it in a fallen state because they have not overcome their mother yet. And so their spirit is being passed on from generation to generation. And sometimes it does come from the father. But what I find is that most people don't hate their fathers. They yearn for their fathers. And they have been told the world have lied to them and said that you hate your father. And most of the time, not all the time, when they do hate their fathers, it's the mother's hatred that they're hating their fathers with. Because if you think about it, the father haven't done anything to the kids. And they say, well, oh, he was an alcoholic. And kids don't care that daddy is an alcoholic. It's the mother who complained about it. And that's why the kids identify with the mother and they judge the father with the mother's spirit. But I had an uncle who was alcoholic. No one cared. He was a good man. He just drank, you know. Yeah. And so kids don't normally care about them about that kind of stuff. They think they do because the mother they identify with the mother. Mm-hmm. So just tell her, just let her suffer until she's ready to wake up. Okay. How old is she? She's sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Let her suffer. Right. <laughs> tell right. her she needs to forgive. But if she re- really let people suffer. That's what God does. He, he give you the truth. He try to wake you up. But if you don't accept it, 
You just let you suffer. You can end up on a skid row. You can end up in bad relationships. And he's just going to sit there and watch it on the big screen. He and Jesus are going to bring, drink their cafe mocha. And then <laughs> they'll be like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> I tried to tell that idiot. But sometimes through suffering, people cry out to God. And that's when they can wake up. But if you get in the way of her suffering, she might not ever wake up and she'll suffer the rest of her life. Because all people who has who have anger are dying. They're not living. So in that dying, maybe she'll cry out to God. But don't force it on her. Okay. Yeah. Next question. We come from a church where uh, we strongly believe by his stripes we are healed. Well, what does I, that mean? Um, he, he died and suffered on the cross. Right. And took our diseases oh, okay. and, our, and, our, and, yeah. our, and our hurts with him. Right. I, I would love to hear your, your thoughts on that. Well, on one that. thing for sure, God sent uh, Jesus so that he could buy us back. And because prior to that, there was no way to get back to the Father. Right. And so he said, oh, Lord, let me do something about this. These people are going to kill themselves, right? And they, they're very destructive. Everything's falling apart. And he was like, all right, let me give them one more chance. I think I'll create my son. I'm going to send him down there, and he's going to put everything back in order. And that's the beauty of it. He came down. He put, he went, you know, he put everything back in order, and all we have to do is accept it, and we can live. He even brought us back from Satan. Remember how he went to hell for three days? And he should not have gone to hell because he had not done anything wrong. Everybody else in hell has sinned. And so they deserve to be in hell. But he, Satan took him in, and he should not have taken him. And that's how he was able to buy us back. Because Satan broke the law by taking in a non-sinner. And so because of Christ, we have our way back. And that's such a good question, too, because what I realize is that men are sons of God. And so your earthly father is a son of God. Even if he's a bad example, he's still a son of God. And when you love your earthly father, through him you go back to God. You can love God, connect with him. And that's what Christ made possible. But when you hate your earthly father, there's no way you can go back to God, back to your original state, because how can you say you love God, who you've never seen, and hate your earthly father? And that's why evil is working through people to turn them away from their earthly father. Because Eva understands that if it can turn boys and girls away from their earthly father, he can control them and destroy them. That's why we got to love the fathers. Have you noticed the attack is on the fathers? Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, because of who he represents. Yeah. And right. now the people who are going after men, they might not understand what, why they're doing it. Because Satan is their father. And they can't see why they, you know, they hate men. Or, uh, or wives go after their fathers, their husbands, because they're driven by that anger. They can't see what they're doing. But if men wake up, and a whole lot of them are now, we can change things just like that. Because the power, the authority is in the man. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. So that's why we got to return men and women back to their earthly fathers. My last question regards uh, resentment. I have a step. Does that make sense, what I said? It perfectly makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But, but the churches don't tell you that. They say, oh, by his stripes we'll heal, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody go, yes, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm healed. And then you go out and cause so much hell 
And nothing changed. And then you make up excuses. Oh, no one is perfect. You start lying about it instead of trying to understand how to overcome it. Okay, go ahead. Um, last question. Um, when we, I have a stepmother, okay? Well, I'm and sorry to hear that. Yeah, the, the resentment that she imposed on me when she married my dad because she raised, she had her young children with her. And Don't so, marry step parents, folks. <laughs> Never. That's another idea that's come from from the children of the lie. They push step parents. Don't do it if you have children. Be, well, that's the only way you could be a step parent. But yeah. uh, you you set the, you set the kids up to fail because kids so yearn for the father and the mother, and no substitute can do that. So don't do it. So. I've got to go forgive her, like you say. Yes. But what I want to know is, when, as I think about it, I've also developed some resentment towards my father. Yeah. He's passed away. But am I, is this coming because, because that she's my stepmother? I'm, I'm confused. I'm actually conflicted. Yeah. Well, you- am I developing this resentment because I'm thinking about it too much? or Because, because you, what happened to your real mother? Uh, she died early. Oh. Uh, I was 20, my early 20s when she died of cancer. Oh, okay. So. Um, well, first of all, your father let you down. And um, the worst thing, many worst things, but in the top of the list, when a father marry another woman over your, you know, beside your mother, mm-hmm. that woman is taking your place. She stands between you and your father. And by standing between you and your father, you can't see the light. You can't get the love that should be coming from a father. Because he's trying to get love from her, and she's trying to get love from him, and kids resent that. And then when the kids express that resentment, they say, oh, you're just a bad kid. Except your, you know, your stepmother or stepfather, because parents are very selfish. They're in that fallen state. So you need to forgive your father for that, mm-hmm. and go and forgive her for what she did to you as well. Okay. And then you'll be free from it. Amen. Are you afraid to face her? Oh, no. no oh, no. good. She's- She's actually been a real blessing to the family, uh, but it's a lot. Of, it's taken a lot of effort, and we've had to overcome a lot of animosity. How has she been a blessing to the family? Um, she's reached out to us and quasi treated us like a mother, <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> but how can a person who quasi treats you well be a blessing? Yeah, that's not a blessing. That's a curse. Mm. If she was a blessing, you would be resenting her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I never saw it that way. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Oh, my, uh, my mother was a wonderful woman. She beat the hell out of me. But <laughs> she was a godly woman. She cursed me out every day. But she was a, I'm like, how is that a wonderful person? That doesn't make sense to me. It's amazing the things that we lie about. It's like, are we crazy or what? A person that is mean to you is not a wonderful person. They don't have love. They can't be wonderful. That makes sense? Yes. And you were calling her wonderful. Yeah. Don't do that. She's not wonderful. You don't have to forgive a wonderful person. That makes sense? It makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. Anybody else? No? Oh, good. So here's my... Oh, you had your hand, right? Oh, yeah. The moment is past. I was going to ask Hector how he met you. Oh. He want to know how you met me. Hector. It's already on. <laughs> You turn it off? Yeah, he told me to turn it off. Who did? Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, why? 
I guess so. Is it on now? No, okay, go ahead. Um, I saw him at the gym, and I was like, hey, that's that guy from the Slut Maker video. <laughs> slut Maker. So then, I, so then I, I went up to him, I was like, hey, you're just from that Slut Maker video. I was like, they can't yeah. hear you. And I asked him, like, hey, are you hiring or Boy, intern? open your mouth. I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Yeah. Okay, a little louder. So, okay, so I asked him, like, you know, if there's any openings or internships, and he said, yeah. And uh, I got his email. I waited probably like two, three months, and then they called me in. That's Jay's fault. <laughs> I told him. <laughs> yeah, so I was happy because I thought they probably already picked someone else. But, yeah, they called no. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a challenge question. I want someone to prove me wrong because I could be wrong about this. I really could be absolutely wrong about what I'm about to say. Yes, James. I need to answer this first and then. Gene says, Je- Jesse, I'm Gerald, not... why are you in there? Come on out here. You're going to try to be cute. Come on out here. <laughs> That's all right. Come on. That's Joel. He got fired from the hate report. <laughs> he in Esteban. The white man fired the people of color. <laughs> I think it was a setup because when they started the show, it was called The Hake Report with Esteban and Joel. So to me, I think he already knew he was going to fire them. Go ahead. So Jean is asking, she's saying, I'm not doing well with silent prayer. I don't feel anything different. You're not going to feel anything. The issue with waking up is not an issue. You don't feel anything. And in that fallen state, you're so accustomed to feeling something. You feel good or you feel bad. You feel saved or you feel not saved. It's not about that. You got to overcome emotions because emotions are straight out of hell. They're not from God. God is love. His thing is logical. It's based on what's right and not what you feel. There's no feeling to it. So relax. Have no opinion about it. It is working. All right. So don't let Satan deceive you. It is working. There's no feelings. That's why I tell, you know, there's a a guy that I was talking to on the phone yesterday and he was telling me that he woke up. I mean, on Friday, he said, man, I, I, I heard your video and I woke up and now I can't be emotional with my wife. And she want me to be emotional. He said that it was so bad, Jesse. And he's in his 30s. He said, I would call him my wife, mom. Who would call their wife mama? You know, but he said, I would call him my wife, mama. And now that I, I'm, I'm not asleep, I can't do that anymore. What should I do? My wife still want me to be emotional with her and I can't do it. And I said, so, well, the next time your wife say, come and be emotional with me, um, I want you to go outside and see if there's a blue moon. And so every time there is a blue moon, then I want you to be, be emotional with your wife. So the next time she says, I said, hold on, honey, I got to go outside for a minute. <laughs> and if there's a blue moon, go and be emotional with your wife. And he cracked up like you guys are doing. Men are supposed to help women overcome the hell in them. Not love the hell in them, but love the hell out of them. To help them to overcome that emotion. 
because there's nothing good about that. It's a fallen state thing. There's no love in that or anything. It's very destructive. And women have convinced men to love me. Oh, he doesn't cater to my emotions. Have you ever said that to your boyfriend? No. Oh, good. Don't do that. Uh, because, and then he get in there with her emotionally and everybody suffers. He's supposed to help her to overcome that, not be a part of that. So get away from that by overcoming the fallen state, all right? So don't worry about it. Yes. Um, Can you forgive and still feel angry towards the people you forgive? No. But emotions are all fake. Can you observe them and know that they are not real? Yes. If you're trying to overcome, just know it's not real. That way, just being aware of it would bring on a change. Because emotional people are not aware, they're not conscious, they're unconscious. So yes. So here's my challenge question, and I don't mind, you can yell at me, you can call me tar baby, (laughs) you can call me whatever, right? But I do want to know if I'm wrong about this. There is no such thing as a deadbeat dad. You disagree? I agree. Oh, you agree. I want a disagreement. Ladies, is there such a thing as a deadbeat dad? You say yes? There are some. Give her the mic. Where's the mic? Wake up, Hester. You are fired. (laughs) Great white hope. Great white hope. You said there's such a thing as a deadbeat dad? Yeah, there are some out there. And have you ever seen one? Yes. And what made, how do you know it was a deadbeat dad? Because he wasn't doing his responsibilities as a father. And, and why not? Selfishness. How do you know that? Because I was ministering to this, this couple and he was selfish. He wasn't and he told you I'm not support. doing it because I'm selfish? He wasn't paying child support. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. And that made him a deadbeat dad? Yeah. Uh, and so did he say, I'm a deadbeat dad, or, or are you saying that he is because he wasn't paying? No, you just asked if there is such thing. Right. The, oh. the words weren't ever spoken. It's just that's what a deadbeat dad is, somebody who doesn't take the responsibilities of helping raise the children physically, mentally, spiritually, right. every part of that. Okay. Financially. This your first time here? Yes. Oh, good. Welcome. Thank you. That's your husband? Yes. Beta or Alpha? He's an Alpha. He's an Alpha. Oh, cool. Yeah. How can that be if he resents his stepmother? <laughs> well, he didn't get into details. That's a long story. Okay. Yeah, I mean, his, his daddy, his mama had just died and the dad remarried, so there was all this stuff that happened. I'm sorry your father did that, man. Yeah. Um, how many people agree with what, what's your first name? Joy. How many people agree with Joy? Why you got? Oh, you do. Oh, good. You agree, Joy? Oh, okay. And then I come here. You say you don't agree. Put your hand down, man. <laughs> he like agreeing and a disagreeing. It just really touches close to me because I've been called a deadbeat dad. Okay, I'll come back to you there. Hold on. Yes. Why you? Why do you agree, Joy? Oh. I just think it makes um, a lot of sense that if they, I mean, I, I think that there's there's situations where they can't control 
their circumstances, so they end up falling into that category of a deadbeat, but I think it, it does exist. Why? You think you have proof? I don't know about all that, but... <laughs> <laughs> so you believe it without proof? Uh, I just think that the definition of deadbeat is somebody who is who doesn't take care of their responsibilities. Right, that's a definition. But you believe there's such a thing as a deadbeat dad? I believe that definition, yeah. Have you ever met one? Um, yeah, I've seen, uh, yeah. You met one? Yeah. And he said, I'm a deadbeat dad? Oh, they're not going to admit to it. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Right here. Hi. Hi. I have a job for you. We tried to find your number, but we couldn't find it. You still looking for a job? Mm-hmm. Okay, see me after the thing. And I need you to see me, too. We didn't get your resume. We, we couldn't remember your name. Daniel. James? Daniel. Daniel. Well, make sure you see me after this. Okay. And where's your proof? You believe there's such a thing as a deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. Where's your proof? My dad. Your dad mm-hmm. is a deadbeat dad? And why do you say that? Because... Um, he abandoned his responsibilities. How, how do you know? Because he wasn't around um, in my life. He was, n- like, nowhere to be found. And did he say to you, I'm not around because I'm a deadbeat dad? No. Who told you he was a deadbeat dad? Um, I came to that conclusion myself. At what point? Um, I would say when I was in high school. And you, yeah. you were just walking down the hall one day and you thought, you know what, my dad. No, because I would see. My dad is a no, dad. no. I, I would see other girls with their fathers and their fathers coming around and being right. at their like events and you know their sport sporting events. My dad was nowhere to be found. So. And, and you don't know why, right? I do, I do. Um, he he was actually part of the Jehovah's Witness um, cult, uh, and um, he said that. It, it collided with, he couldn't be in our lives because of that. That's a horrible religion. It is. It is. I don't know why anyone would be a part of yeah. a religion that says you can't play with other people. It's terrible. That's evil. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you say there is no such thing as a deadbeat dad? Uh, lock your door. Well, lock the door. You believe that there's such a thing as the No, I don't have an opinion either way, really. I'm still undecided, I think, on that. You're undecided. You've heard it before, right? Yeah, I definitely hear it all the time. And did you think that was true? Um, Yeah, it seems like... It seems like it can be true in situations where the man makes the decision, you know, not to support his children. And if there's no circumstances preventing him from doing so, and he makes that decision on his own accord, then I think maybe... uh, that term may apply. Have you ever met a man like that? No, not personally. Right. But I've heard a lot about it, of course. You've heard but, about it. we all do, yeah. But you've not met anyone like right, that. Right, no. Yeah. Amazing, huh? Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I'm still sort of undecided on that, but I think no matter, even if there is such thing as the deadbeat dad, that... Nothing is worse than the anger that the mother puts in the child against that father. No matter how bad the father is, there's nothing more destructive than the anger that's sown in that child. Yeah, My dad was an alcoholic, but I don't remember the alcoholism as much as I do the anger in the house. So he could have done whatever, but it was more... And then I identified with my mother, and it sort of got turned against him. Yeah. And... uh, 
I think if she had just let it be, it would have turned out much better. Have you dealt with her already? Mm-hmm. Oh. And how did it go? It went good. Did you tell us about it already? Yeah, but in the men's group, the men's oh, night. Oh, yeah. so what happened real fast? Um, Were you nervous? Not super nervous, because I was always used to telling her how I felt, but it was oh. always in anger before. Right. So this time was, um, it was just the same, but without the anger. Right. Um, yeah, it was good. Things so are you been, free now? Yeah, for oh, sure. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what happened to you? Pretty much how he explained it. Uh, about the deadbeat dad? Yes, what about happened? how the mother turned the son against the father. And uh, my rebuttal was, thank you. My rebuttal was, I, I can't meet the demands of the child support <laughs> because I just I just can't hold a job. Um, I'm weak-minded from what I've been taught. But I've always been there for my son whenever he needed a father when he came to visit me in California. Yeah. You know, I took him everywhere. I didn't have any money, or when I did have money... I'd always make do with whatever I had, and that's one thing he loved about me was that we always had fun. It never required a lot of money. It just required imagination. Yes. And uh, so I'm really stuck in that level where I think I'm a deadbeat dad only because everybody's come down on me, the social workers, right. my friends, my family. So I'm trying to break hold of that stronghold. Forget about them. Let it go. Really. I have. Yeah. Let me take this young lady in here. I, I really get what you're saying. I'm, I agree, actually, but I, I do have a question. Um, what about the guy that is the alcoholic, tears the whole house apart, um, and then leaves? Well, you say, what about him? What, what are you, what are you yeah, asking? He's just not there. He's just, he just tears, maybe gives, does give the money. Right. I um uh, has no, not a problem there. So mean so did, did that happen to you? Yes. Okay. Ninety nine point nine 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 nine, but not all the time. Point nine 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 percent of the time, fathers leave the homes because they hate your, the mother. The mother and father hate one another, and yes. they can't handle the mother, so they just take off. That's why I, w- I want these guys to overcome that. So when they are in that kind of a situation, they don't have to run because they can see how to deal with it. Because the kids are now convinced that the dad don't love them when he really does. He just could not deal with the mother. And I, I agree that with what, what he said about uh, uh, having to forgive my mother yeah. being there in the house. The dad went away. Right. He was gone after the kerfuckle. But the mom stays and yeah. just... Dealing with that was and raise more hell. Yes. Did you forgive your mother? Yes. Oh, good. I think I need to forgive her a little bit more, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go to her? Not in this. Not in this way yet. Oh, okay. Go to her in this way. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to change your world. You're going to overcome Mama and become you. And in you, there's no anger. Really, in your real self. It's all love, all the time. All peace, all the time. So you need to go face her. Yes. Will you do it? Yes, I will. All right. You want me to go with you? Absolutely. (laughs) I can't. I'm afraid of your mother. (laughs) I know. That's right. If you need me, let me know. I'll go. All right. A 50-year-old man called my show, and he wanted to have me on the 
speakerphone while he deal with his mother. Now you know you beta, right? But he went and dealt with her, and now he's free. Amazing. Yes, sir. I was just going to ask, uh, the reason you're saying that there's no deadbeat fathers, is that because, mo- well, every deadbeat father that we say is a deadbeat father is in a fallen state, and if you're in a fallen state, you're usually controlled by whatever has caused you to be down there. So You are controlled. This idea of a deadbeat father is made up by the children of the lie. It's another lie that we've fallen for. Just like we fell for the lie that there's such a thing as racism and sexism and homophobism and Islamophobism. It's no ism. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. It's a spiritual battle. And what's happening is that these men are fighting with the mothers of their children. And what you don't know is that even when the court said the father has 50% visitation and the mother has 50, right? The mother still controls the situation. She tells the father when you can do it, how you can do it, what time to pick them up, and where and when to pick them up and when to have them back, right? And so behind closed doors, the man just kind of get fed up after a while. And then even if he's paying child support, she still rule what's happening. And most guys don't know how to handle that, so they become frustrated and they walk away. You don't hear that happen. You don't hear them talking about that. And then I know so many cases where men are paying child support and the woman is getting her makeup on with it, you know, dressing up, and the kid's not even getting the money. The kids don't even know that the father's paying child support. In many cases, she does not tell them. And so what's happening behind the scene is what's not being talked about. And so the children of the lie say that this is a deadbeat dad. And because you're unconscious, and I've been too, you believe into that lie and you go around repeating the same thing with no proof of it. Isn't that amazing? And I want you to just think about the things that you have believed into, but you have no evidence at all. And you say it as though it's true. Because people don't, they don't know themselves. They're not paying attention to what's happening. You're being brainwashed and don't know it. It's a lie. So now all the fathers look like deadbeat dads. Because you don't hear what's going on behind the scene. And it's unfortunate. But hopefully you stop believing it. Let no man teach you anything. No man or woman. Don't let them teach you. It's a horrible mistake to allow. Now they teach you a trade that's different. Because you learn to trade and then you send them off. Go away. Right? But don't let them teach you anything. Because they lie to you. They kill you. They take away your natural self. And now you believe in lies and life is hard that way. And you're judging and not realizing that you're judging. I just saw a hand somewhere. Oh, okay. Right here. Cheryl Ferguson here. Okay. And then I got something else I want to share with you. Kind of. Yes, <laughs> but you're, but I think you're right, and I think it's important what you're doing so that men pick the right one. You know what I mean? Like you got to have an understanding before you go into these relationships. You know, they're like having children out of wedlock, and yeah. the woman is just terrible, and it, it just it's just how can you overcome that? So I think. And You're right. We for, have to start doing it the right way. This is for men and women. And we, right. Because women are suffering, too, in that fallen state. You know, they've been lied to and lied to and lied to, and they're encouraged to hate. And that's hurting them as well. Right. Children of God operate from perfect love, no hate. Not, it's not even your nature. So it's for men and women. 
It's a mess what's happening right now. It's so bad. It's, it is. It's very sad. And yeah. you're right. I, I, you're right about. I think men, because how can you have a child and not want to have anything to do with men? The kid? Want That's their so children. unnatural. Like, yeah. so how does that happen? Where the woman may be kind of crazy. Not crazy. I shouldn't say that. But crazy is a good word. <laughs> I like that. Well, word. you know, they they get they get Psycho. angry and you know they're looking for love. They get angry and then it just spirals. Yeah, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. That's why I want women to wake up too. The same God that dwells in me dwells in, in them as well. And they become daughters of God. And so when they do get married, they operate from love and they're going to have disagreement, but they can see how to overcome it. It's not a, um, it's not an evil battle that's happening. Yes, sir. I have to tell you about this guy here. You may have heard me mention this on the radio. He and I met. It was He's one of the most decent men walking this earth. I'm tell- I met a lot of men and women who are waking up. But you don't find them like this guy. It's Thank amazing. You. That was an amazing experience, too. Yeah. Um, it was something you said. I'm sorry I didn't get your name, but they made me realize um, with my dad, I always tell people I grew up with a father who was a severe alcoholic, but I don't, I don't have any memories yeah. of he wasn't even abusive, but of him being that bad, I just, I tell the story based on everything my mom's told me about him being a bad alcoholic. Yes. But I'm just kind of realizing that now. So you start, you said something early in the service, and then when you said it, it really made me think about it more. And I'm going through my head trying to think of examples, and nothing's coming to me except for every story she'd tell me. Yes. That's so weird, yeah. That's, That's why I want people to know yourself. Then you start to wake up and see what's going on. I hear a lot of men and women say, oh, my dad was an alcoholic. And? Yeah. But it had to do with you. You know what I'm saying? But they, they've been fed these lies by their mothers, and they think that those are their thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's really not. Yes, Joel? Uh, I agree. Um with what you're saying, and I think pretty much almost 100%. Um, but I think there is exceptions to the rule. I, I, don't, I don't like the word, I will agree I don't like the word deadbeat, though, but I do have a friend who I had recently stopped talking to because he would come to me and ask me for advice, let's just say, but not take the advice, but then call me and only want to talk about him. And then it was just a waste of time, so I had to just cut him off. But I feel like there's dads, and I realize he can't help it. I understand that he he's just struggling or whatever. He's hard headed, so I understand that. But I feel like there is, you get you come across people who are just like that. They're stubborn or 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 whatever the case is. They're hard headed. They don't want to learn or take advice. And I think in some situations there are dads who are that way, like my friend's dad, and he's just hard headed and can't come around to it. So I think he falls in that definition of what a deadbeat is, but... But that's not a deadbeat dad. What do you mean? He won't pay you money or something? No, like, I just have a friend who... His dad is kind of like my friend who I had to cut off. He just... Right. He, 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 it's not that he refuses to get it right. He just can't get it right. Right. And right. he... The kids don't even want to talk to him. They don't want to be around him because... He doesn't. He's not doing anything right. Like he, 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 he. On their birthdays, he calls them and, t- and asks them for favors and don't even say happy birthday stuff like that. So it falls under the definition of what what they say a deadbeat is. 
And well, that's I understand not a deadbeat dad. That's an angry man that can't deal with life in the right, right. way. Right. And so a lot of times these fathers, they hate the mothers, their wives or girlfriends so much. They don't want anything. To, and the kids identify with the mother. And so the father just don't want anything to do with that because he can't handle that. But, I mean, I agree. I think deadbeat is the wrong word. But the mom's not even in the, this circumstance at all. And but he's she still was in the circumstance at one point. Before, but she moved on and, and has a, a so husband. So ask the father what happened. He'll tell you. Well, it's my friend's father. So. so ask your friend's father what happened. Oh, he's in jail. <laughs> Go visit him at the jail. <laughs> okay, so I... Yes, Hermes. Oh, I got to get to this. Okay, real quick. I so I kind of... I know what you're saying, and I agree with, with you in, in general, but what do you call people, both men and women, that... I know women that don't take care of their kids, that don't spend time with their kids, um... So, I mean, I feel like you're trying to destroy this word called deadbeat dad because yes. it's used to bash and batter I want men. I the real word there. Right. But what do you call the people that don't take care of their... Uh, angry, selfish person. Responsibility. Because a lot of the time, there are certain situations happening in these relationships. And because they're in that fallen state, they don't know how to deal with those situations. You know, some good people that want to be good are in those situations. And if we call it what it is, then they'll wake up and overcome. But if we call it something that is not, it's going to only get worse. That makes sense? sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, you have one for me? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. This is before you answered it. So Tim says, there is such thing. A father that... A father that is a deadbeat exhibits traits that a beta male does. No drive, no motivation to work. Hates his children, hates God. That's amazing. Shut up, Tim. (laughs) I just want Tim to shut up. (laughs) He says that the fact that there are men that can be in the fallen state even more so than others, means that the deadbeat fathers exist. No, they're in, they're in a fallen state. They're angry. They can't see what to do. They're blind and cannot see. Jesus did not call them a deadbeat. He said, forgive them. They know not what they do. They're blind and can't see. You're not A man or a woman is not going to wake up by calling them a deadbeat. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get angry and go worse, deeper into darkness. We got to call it what it is. We can't use the same language that the children of the lies use in posts. We're never going to get better like that. Really, you're not. You got to call it what it is. So I have another question. Oh, you have another one, huh? Well, I mean, just to re- drive the po- reiterate what you said to Ermius, because Chrissy is asking, what do you call a lowlife who abandons the marital home? A lowlife who abandoned a marital home? Uh-huh. A lowlife who's gone. <laughs> A weak, beta person. Okay. It's, it's a spiritual battle. It's not physical. So I got to ask this. And I read this. And it was so amazing. Uh, I read that every outside, every outside has an inside. Anybody know about that? Have you ever thought about that? Every outside has an inside? No. Yes. No. You thought about that? I mean, it's just... What does that mean? Every outside has an inside. 
I mean, I think it's just like the laws of physics, everything that is has an inside. And so what's inside of you? Well, I guess you can go into a spiritual realm, and then so then you can go and look at it from different perspectives. But if we want to do biological, I mean, my heart. But if spiritually, yeah, you there's a heart? lot of problems. We're not you a lot have of problems. A heart. I do have a heart. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. What's inside of you? Love. Love is inside of you. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Who else want to respond to that? I saw a hand. Raymond. Every inside has an. Every outside has an inside. What does that mean to you? That means for for everything, anything, everything that's on the outside comes from what's within uh, what's within each and every one of us. All right, amazing. Yes, sir. Christ. Uh, oh, wait for the mic, buddy. Uh, when Christ spoke, he said, uh, "If you wash the cup on the inside, the, some of it will wash <laughs> on the outside and clean that too." Reference to a person, uh, uh, you know, cleaning their heart. What's inside of you? Uh, tiredness right now. <laughs> All right. That helped. That was a big help, right? Uh, within all of us is the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is inside of us and outside of us as well. And if you enter into that kingdom of heaven within, your whole world will change. You start to live from within, from, you know, from inside out instead of outside in. And angry people are living from the outside in. And that's why they're messed up because everything that goes in destroys you. And that that comes out giveth life. And so you got to, I mean, you don't have to. I recommend that you get to know yourself. So that you can see and enter into the kingdom of heaven within. It's there. And who, have you heard that the kingdom of heaven is within us? Okay. And what is that kingdom? And see, I don't, I want you to think for yourself too, right? That's what I'm asking. Not, I don't want to preach it because you shouldn't trust me. Don't trust what I say. It, let it go in one ear and out the other one because if you don't see it for yourself, you spend another 50 years looking for another preacher, liking what he says, that sound good. But it's in you to know it, too. It's inside. And that's why I say don't let anyone teach you anything. It's a horrible mistake when you first pop out of the womb of the mother. The first thing she does is start teaching you. Have you noticed that? She's like, you're walking down the road, you see the neighbor or someone, and the neighbor says, hey, Johnny. And Johnny just looks at the neighbor, don't say anything. And now the neighbor, neighbor is feeling silly because he's wondering why is Johnny looking at me this way. And the mother feels uncomfortable too. And she said, say hi, Johnny. Say hello. Because she's teaching him to say that. And now he's losing the teacher from within and becoming addicted to the teacher from without. And that's a horrible way to live. Because you don't see it for yourself when you trust someone else like that. You're supposed to see it for yourself, and then it's yours. All right. Um, so what is the kingdom of... Who have heard this before? The kingdom is within. What is the kingdom? Um, uh, for me, the kingdom of heaven is God reigning within my life. It's God what? Reigning. Like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The beauty about this, and you're going to see it when you overcome the anger, everything you need to know... Everything you want, everything you are, 
is already there. Really. And if your parents had just been a living example and never start to teach you from without, you would be walking on water today because you would have naturally developed from within instead of from without. But because they, made, they, they took over and started teaching you, look how easy it is to brainwash kids when they go to school nowadays, when they go off to universities around the country. They're so easily brainwashed because they were set up that way in the home to look for a teacher from without. But we have the Spirit of God within us. And he will teach us all things. He really will. Everything you need to know, he will teach it to you. Um, but you got to return to that. Yes, ma'am. Um, I was going to ask, though, um, <clears throat> when it says to train up a child in the way he should go, when he's right. old, he won't depart. So how does a parent teach without, um, I don't know, canceling out God's revelation? That's a good qu- by, yeah. by becoming a living example of it. Have faith in God and be it. Because a lot of parents, they, they, they talk about it, but their spirit is in, in a fallen state. And so it doesn't work that way. They quote the Bible to you, but their spirit belongs to Satan. So it doesn't work. It's not what you say, it's what you are. The God that you serve, the kids can see it, especially since it's coming from the Father, from God, through Christ, through the Father, through the Mother. They can see that light and because they're already connected to God, they just grow in that light. That's how they teach them. By example, not what they say. And kids know when to ask questions. They'll ask you when they want to know something. Uh, Mom, that man ha- has on a dress. What's wrong with him? <laughs> That's a transgender son. <laughs> I was at the DMV the other day, and... Uh, there was a guy in front of us, and he had a lifted and eyebrows things and a, and a purse. I'm like, wow, I can't wait to see what the, the worker, how she's going to call him up there, right? And she said, you're next, sir. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> she can get fired for doing that. He should have been in a mental institution. But he was in line at the DMV. <laughs> but does that make sense? Yes. We have to become a living example and let God work through us. That's what the kids see. It, it's not enough just to go to church and quote the Bible. I'm telling you, when you have perfect love, your kids are going to be fine. They already know. But you got to return to that. Yes, sir. Is that something similar to... Uh, Trusting your gut instinct? Yes. Because it seems like a lot of times that gets suppressed and replaced by kind of a teacher or somebody kind of training you or That's telling right. you what is it's right versus there, letting but, them. But if you listen to the voice of your father, the devil, you already know what to do, right? But you say, no, do it this way. And then you say, well, I should have followed my instincts. Because every time you follow that, you cannot go wrong. It's impossible to go wrong. But yes, doubt the thoughts and revelation will guide you. It's so amazing. It's already there. I am as dumb as a doorknob. I can't read. I, you know, because of my cleft lip and palate, I can't speak that well. But look, I'm having the best time and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just taking it one day at a time and it's coming through me. One thing unfold after another one. And that's how your life's going to be when you overcome that anger. He's, he loves you. 
He's going to guide you. He's not a, a, a deadbeat dad. Really, he's going to guide you. He's already given it to you, but you're living from the outside instead of the kingdom of heaven within. And everything you do is going to work. I don't even know how I got to where I'm at today. It just happened. And he's going to, I mean, just amazing things. But you got to let go of this and follow this. Yes, sir. So between you and my wife, I'm going to call myself a beta plus male. There you go. (laughs) That's right. One of your biblical questions was, are you doing greater works than Jesus? Okay. Why are we not seeing the manifestation of that if if the kingdom of God is within, as you say? Because anyone, I don't care who it is, that has anger, Satan is your father. And he and Satan is pretending to be God. And so you're following him instead of the God, the true God. And that's why you're not doing it. I'm telling you, that's the only reason. Once you wake up, you will be doing it. That's why you're on earth. That's why we were created. God wants to create love and he do it through human beings. And, and, and because you're in that fallen state, you have no love, so it's not being created. It's not being passed on to the next generation to bring out the best in them as well. But once you overcome that, greater work shall you do. And it's going to be amazing. And, you and it's going to happen naturally. Amen. And you can't fool me. You run circles around people. I just read your book, uh, From Rage to Responsibility. Isn't that something? You got everybody fooled. It is so eloquent, eloquently written. It's a beautiful work. Yes, but it's in all of us. I'm telling you. I didn't know that was inside of me until he took away the anger and brought me back to him and caused me to live from within. But you have great talent inside of you. He's already given it to you. You don't have to go to college and pay $100,000 and now you're out and you can't find a job. You have to call me. The uneducated man for a job. And you're in debt. They have set you up. They really have. You trust the wrong people. You have it inside of you. That makes sense? Um, I, I see so many hands. Mark, I saw your hand, right? Yeah. And then I come back around here. And in the meantime, I want... Uh, did you bring your Bible? Lock the door? Oh, no, I didn't. You didn't bring your Bible? You have a cell phone? You didn't leave a cell phone at home, but you left a Bible at home. No. Okay, no. Can you look, pull up uh, Mark 24, I mean Matthew 24 for me? And I want you to read 26 through 27. It's so good. I've read this all my life in the Bible, but until I woke up, I didn't know what it meant. I had no idea. Yes, Mark. Yes, Mark. I just wanted to comment on the deadbeat dad thing. Let me just say this to you. When I first started out 28 years ago, and the first show I was invited on was Gerardo, I believe, or Phil Donahue, right? I had no idea what I was going to say or do. I knew nothing about politics at all. I didn't start, I didn't, I knew nothing about politics. And I find myself involved in politics way back then. But what I did was, I just made up my mind that I'm going to always speak the truth, no matter what the situation is. I'm just going to follow what's right. And that's what's going to happen to you. And when you live that way, you drive the children of the lie insane. 
You really do. Because all they have is personal attacks. And if they can't get you by calling you a name or trying to intimidate you, they have nothing. And so once you come back to that love, you have no fear, no doubts, no worries, no insecurities, all of that stuff fall away, and your feet is on solid ground, and you live from that. And you grow in that and grow in that. It's so amazing, man. Yeah. And it can happen just like that. It doesn't take all day. Right away it can happen. You can change just like that. Yes. Yeah, I see the purpose in not calling someone a deadbeat dad because it's such a heavy title and you like kind of end the conversation and yeah. it's like that's it you're in this box now yeah but where does that rationale end where does that thinking end is there no such thing as a slut is there no such thing as a beta male is there no such thing as like any of these words that we use to describe someone who does a certain thing you know what i'm saying yeah um do you have your slut maker t-shirt not yet well, I can't tell you. All right. What you if I go? get your T-shirt first? Okay. Deal. In reality, we're either wrong or right, good or evil. And that's what it is. You're wrong for not doing the right thing. You know, you're in a fallen state. And if you deal with people like that with love, you start to give them things to think about. And then they'll start waking up. But if you just call them deadbeat dad or deadbeat mother... You're not helping them at all because they already feel judged. You know, they're already in that situation. And you're not enlightened in that situation at all. You're putting more darkness on it by keeping them angry. We're supposed to lift people up by being honest and non-judgmental, meaning don't have any resentment in your heart. And so when you deal with people, you will be given the right words to deal with them instead of putting them down. You know what I mean? I do know and so when I say slut maker... It just sounds like a fun word. Amber Rose said, well, if you think women who date men are sluts, and I said, well, not because they date them, because they have sex with them. She's like, well, what is, this? Well, what is a man that has sex with a lot of women? Slut maker. It just came out. It was so much fun. And, but, you know, I can see she needs help, you know. But I'm not judging her. I don't feel anything about it. And that's the beauty of not having anger. You're going to be free in here and in here. You really will. All the time, all day long, all night long. But you've got to overcome your father and the devil. So if you want to have fun with it, you can do that. Yeah, I was going to say exactly that. I mean, I, I think I've told my friends before. I'm like, you know you're being a deadbeat, right? <laughs> and um, I, I wasn't like, ah, you're right. And I'm like, you don't want to be that, man. You know. And, and then it, they put the men in jail to make sure they never get a job so they can take care of their families. That doesn't make sense to me. Right, but by that rationale, should we call women who sleep with a lot of men sluts? They don't like that. They feel judged. It makes them more angry. Uh, like, you where does it end? Is, is there, you know you what I'm shouldn't. saying? When you wake up, you won't. You won't call them those names. Your language will change. Your heart will change. You will see what, how to deal with each individual. You want to call them slats? No, I, like I, you I want don't to call them slats. I don't call you know, women. I'm going to get away from this. No, I don't. I, I don't call women sluts. I don't think I even did that when I was right. Um, Me either. I didn't do that. Yeah. Even before I woke up, we were not taught that way. But. Um, 
I was just, you, you know, you put something out there, and uh, yeah. I, I agreed with what Ermia said. Like, I understand with what you're saying. Like, when someone it's throws around... It's a person. Yeah, when someone throws around the word deadbeat dad, it's yeah. just like throwing around that... Uh, the title racist. It's yes. like the conversation's over. It's over. It's like we can't even like talk anymore. That's it's why like, we got to wake up and not let the children of the lie dictate how we communicate. I, and I agree with that 100%. Yeah. More, yeah. I think I get you more than you think I do. But um, like where does that end? You know what I'm saying? What What is there such thing as? You know, like there's no such thing as a deadbeat dad. You're either evil because of your father and the devil or you're either good because of your father God. And it's not you that's good, but his nature inside of you. So you're either evil. People who hurt each other like that are evil people. I agree. All right. Go away. Yes, sir. Yes, James. Um... <clears throat> This guy, he mentioned um, about ins- instincts. Uh, Michael. Michael O. All right. No. Michael. He Who mentioned Michael? about following instincts to... Oh, Michael. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> so um, that reminded me of, you got a call from this 18, guy who turned 18 and he moved Everybody out. know who the hate report is? <laughs> Have you ever met the hate report? The hate report, the hate <laughs> report, la, la, la. Have you ever met the Hake Report? That's James. He has a, a radio show on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. He is the one that fired Joel and Esteban. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. He even used the N-word. He called me that. I'm his boss. He thought I had stolen something from him. And he called me the N-word. <laughs> and then when he and his Asian friends go to the mall and they see black people they look at them and go guilty <laughs> anyway so sorry. this 18 year old caller Efferson out of up north he moved out oh yeah the day he turned 18 and he said that his he doesn't I don't think that he knows really like the Christian rules right but he said that his girlfriend wanted to move in with him, and something in his body wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. Like he started to listen to that warning again. That's right. And it's kind of like what you were talking about. I'm, I'm telling you, men and women, when you wake up, you will have self-control. It'll happen naturally because of the love and the power of your father that dwells in you. You have self-control over all things, sex, Drugs, video games, and lies. You will have self-control. Otherwise, in that fallen state, you cannot control yourself. Because your father is a liar. He wants to destroy you. He's not going to allow you to be in control of yourself. But when you wake up, when you let that nature go, that anger, you will develop self-control. It's not even common sense to live, men and women to live together before marriage. And you're going to see that when you wake up. It's not common sense. It's not love. It's like animals. That's what they do. We are made in the image of God, and we're supposed to treat each other with respect, with love. And in that, when you wake up, you will do that. You really, really, really will. But you got to wake up. Otherwise, you don't have self-control. 
That makes sense? And I know a lot of guys are in this situation now because you got into it in that fallen state. Don't worry about it. You know, get over that anger. It'll work itself out. All right? But just cut out the S thing. Oh, no children are here. The sex thing. No sex. And then sleep in separate bedrooms and do the prayer and it'll work itself out. All right? It really, really will. Because you, we, we get into all kinds of situations where we're in the fallen state. But we can overcome all things. All right, yes, sir. Two really fast things. Okay. Ruth is asking, is it okay to kind of ignore my mom? She constantly calls me up to ten times a day. Although, wow. I, although I have forgiven her, she tries to suck the life out of my young kids. Um, I would ban her for life. <laughs> There's no rule that says when you get married, mama got to be around. All right, mama is around because mama wants to control everything. It's not love. So ban your mother for life unless you wake up. Do not have, don't let her ride your kids. She's going to destroy the kids. So seriously, get rid of her fast. Just don't be angry. Yeah, this young man that he's talking about, he called the show. He said they moved out at 18. He happens to be black from Africa somewhere. And uh, <clears throat> his mother does not want him to move out. And the father don't want him to move out. And they tried to arrange a marriage for him. Some woman, he didn't want to marry her. He wanted a white girl. So he has a white girl. And the mother don't like the white girl. But that's what he wants. So he moved out. He woke up and moved out. And the mother called up and said, Oh, son, we really love you. Today is your birthday. I know you don't want to be around us. But can we just come over and celebrate the birthday? And he said in his guts, he knew not to allow that to happen. But he was weak, beta male. He said, all right, come on over. They came over and he had to leave for a minute. And when he left his home, the mother and father destroyed his apartment. They broke the TV. They tore up everything in his apartment. And he said that uh, he started to call the cops. And he was like, what should I do? Call the police. You have no other choice. Put mama and daddy in jail. <laughs> and leave them there. And so he said that he's going to get a restraining order. But they destroyed his apartment trying to control him. Isn't that amazing? That is my moment. That's that fallen state. That's that ego. Men and women playing God. And they got to have somebody to control Otherwise, how can you be a God if you're not controlling people? And so, ban your mother. Don't let her over. Don't leave your kids with her. It doesn't make sense. If mama screwed up my life and I go out and get married, why would I leave my kids with mama? Does that make sense? But men and women are doing it all the time. One guy told me last week that Oh, it's the same guy that I told to hug his wife or be, be emotional with his wife when there's a blue moon. He said that, um, what did he tell me? Oh, they have to leave their kids with his mother-in-law. And so he leave them there while they go to work. And he told the mother-in-law, no sweets, no candy and all that. And the mother-in-law gives it to the kids anyway. And then when they go pick the kids up, the mother bring the kids to the car or whatever, 
and she put sweets in the bag and she says in front of the father, oh, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but here's some sweets. I would take my card over and smash her hand <laughs> in that card over and say goodbye forever. She is trying to destroy the kids. You can't trust your kids with your mother. That's why God said get married and move away. Not down the street, not in the next neighborhood, but out of the country. <laughs> so far away that she can't get to you. Alright? Don't do it. Anybody disagree with that? Ladies? Oh, good. Do you disagree with me on that? In the white? Uh-huh. Should you let your mother put her hands on your kids if she's already screwed up your life? I had a good godly mom. No, oh, Lord, one of those. You I had did. A, I had a good godly mom. Oh, you so did? So that, that's a different story. And she didn't have anger in her. Oh, she did not. She had none. Well, I'm sure she had some, but she dealt with it with the Lord. She was a good mom. So I could leave my kids with them. But, but she you're had, right. If there is somebody else... That does have anger, then you don't leave your kids. If and you so your that. mother was a good, godly woman with some anger. Well, she dealt with it. But she had some. You know, I don't think so. I don't think that lady had any malice in her. She, she had no anger it. at all. If she did, she got rid of it before I realized. So <laughs> I after you kid. were born, the whole time growing up, she you never saw the, anger in your mother. She came. Why are you going to want to argue with me? She came to the Lord oh, no, when I was arguing. 10. I'm she came to the Lord when I was 10, and I can honestly tell you that it was a 180-degree turn. Oh, okay. And she really, really loved God. And people would could be mean to her, whatever, and she didn't respond to it. Right on. So she did get rid of that. She and so you that. have no anger? Do I have no anger? Um, <laughs> I try not to, but I have to deal with it. I'm a human being. I have to deal with it. You have anger? I hope not. I, I gave it to God and asked him to remove it from my heart. So Do you have anger? No. I have Jesus in my heart. So you have no anger? Try not to. Do you have anger? <laughs> you want to argue with me. I'm going to just no, no, tell no, no, you right. the blood fun. of Jesus is greater than my flesh. So if, we're, if I'm... No. You have no anger? By faith, no. Do you have anger? By faith, no. What does that mean, by faith? Saying is like say by faith. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play the game, sir. No, no, no. Listen. So, do you have? I mean, just a yes or no answer is what I'm looking for. I'm black and I'm slow. I need yes or no answers. Do you have anger? I'm I'm a female Hispanic and I'm smart and I know that I'm a human being and I can fall into anger, Uh, but I try my very best to walk right with God and not allow anger to control me. Well, in short, let me tell you. You can't handle anger. There's nothing a human being can do with it. No, you, you have to just, it right, you just have to know that you have it and know that it's wrong. Right. And then God will take, it's a spirit that's made a home in you and it will take it, he will take it away from you because it's impossible, impossible to be a child of God and a child of Satan. Right. And all people who has even a little bit of iota of anger is a son or daughter of Satan? Well, I'm not a son or daughter of Satan. So if you have anger, you are. But I don't have it. Like I said, I don't. I don't entertain it. I know, but but just think about it. I will. All right, but if you have it, you're not of God. Right. Because no one can enter into the kingdom of heaven within with anger. Right. It's impossible. Right. And, and I know that we've been taught that we can, but you can't. 
And as soon as you know the truth about that, your life will change. All right? Yes, sir. And then I got to do this. I got to come here with the mic. Oh, go to here first. Oh, yeah. Um, what is uh, Jeremiah Letter have the mic for me? Oh, da, 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 da. I heard the good news. Um, yes. Yeah, I just wanted to um, expand on that because all throughout growing up, if you grew up in a church, most people who started watching your videos probably look back on church and say, hey, no one ever taught us that. Yeah. And people in church yeah. had that anger towards each other, held grudges toward each other. Yes. And the church starts breaking away. You know, you go generation after generation, you're wondering why their kids aren't coming to the church. It's like in Matthew it says you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven with unforgiveness in your heart. That's right. And they're going on and harping on about all this other stuff, but no one's really talking about forgiveness. Yes. And it's just it's sad. It's sad. Man. It's sad yeah. how people are leading us away. They're really leading us away from God by not teaching us those core principles. Most people in churches don't have love. They only have anger because the preacher has no love. He's not telling them how to overcome it. And so if you're looking for love, don't go to church. It's not there. You better. You have a better chance of finding loving people outside the church than you do inside the church because the preachers have told them, name it and claim it, believe it by faith, and it's all going to work out. It's true, but not in that way. It's not going to ever work out that and way. This sort of plays on what you were saying about man, it's not natural for a man to have leaders. Right. We're all looking towards this one guy in the pulpit. Yes. And if something goes bad, then we lose faith in God, which we never really had. It was always in this one man. That's right. And living through, it's better to live through revelation than to just take people at their word. Amen. The weakest, if you want to see a real alpha male, look at one that's following another man. He is pathetic. Because who is telling that man? The information, who's giving that man the information that he's giving unto you? Right. And why can't that source give it to you? You know what I'm saying? Right. He's supposed to point you back to the source that's guiding him. But most people in that fallen state, they want to control you. That's why they teach you the Bible. They make you repeat the Bible. And they keep you coming back so that they can quote the Bible, interpret the Bible, because they obey them else. Yeah, and they need to to control someone. And like you said, you know, don't trust a single word that you say or that anyone else says. That's right. Don't trust it. God said, trust no man or woman. Just listen to what they have to say, and let it go in one ear and out the other, and it will be revealed to right. you. That's the way you do it. Is there a problem, Bill? Bill, uh, right here, right here in the audience. Is there a problem? You sure? That's Bill and the engineer. He's kind of shy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh? So, so, so they quote the Bible to keep from feeling the, that nothingness. Because if you don't quote the Bible, it's like being by yourself. Nobody's in the room but you. The music is not on. The TV is not on. And all of a sudden you realize you're nothing. You just feel like, wow, I'm just nothing. You ever had that feeling? It's like something comes over you and you feel so unimportant. That's the best moment of your life. It really is. But normally, and what I used to do when I felt that, I would make a phone call. I'd call somebody about nothing. 
Hey, what you doing? <laughs> now I'm feeling better. You know, and then when I'm done with the call, I'm thinking, why did I call her? I don't even like that person. <laughs> you know, you, but if you go through those moments, you allow yourself to feel nothing because you are nothing. We're nothing. You allow yourself to go through that, your life will change. But people don't want to face that nothing moment. They get drunk, they turn on the music, they do something. You gotta face those moments. Alright? So let me do this. I hear that you went and forgave. I did. So, and you were shy about it, right? Yeah. Last week, like, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. So tell us what happened. So I talked to my mom first. Um, were you nervous? I was a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, what did you say to her? I told her that I had realized I had a lot of resentment towards her for things that happened during while I was growing up. Yes. And I told her that she was she judged me a lot and made me feel insecure about myself, and but that I forgave her for all of that. Right on. Yeah, and she was she. I don't think she fully understood at first, but we talked and she understands now. Right on. Yeah, and and the beauty is she doesn't have to understand. Exactly. As yeah. you forgive, God will forgive you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And how did you feel after that? I felt relief, a lot of relief. Yeah. Like, I could breathe. Like, I was holding my breath, and then I could breathe again. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing the sign of prayer? I am. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> and so you're doing the prayer? Yeah. Okay. Any questions about the prayer? No. I mean, what do you think about it so far? It's, it helps calm me down. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And how about your father? Did you go to him? Yeah, I did. Uh, and what happened? Um, I told him that I wanted to, just, I just said I wanted to talk to him, and I said that um, I had resentment for a few things growing up and that um, I forgave him for not being there for me yeah. in the ways that a father should be there. And he lit up. He was so happy. He said it made his day. He said he's going to be thinking about that all week. Yeah. yeah. And he gave me a hug for the first time in I don't know how long. Really? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> you bring out all the mama in me. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I felt really good. That's all that it takes. Mm-hmm. Now you can live. Yeah. You know, speak up, don't resent. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You seem different, too. Yeah, I feel different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what salvation is all about. You must be born again. And salvation is about overcoming the spirit of mama and returning to the spirit of the father. There will come a day when I will return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. That's what it means to be born again. You're on your way. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And so, um, uh, you dealt with your parents too, right? No, my mom is coming uh, up this week. So. Oh, this week. Are you nervous? Oh, let him have the mic. Yeah. yeah, well, we talked about it, but, um, yeah, I'm a little nervous I, I really don't know how it's going to... Well, I guess no one does, or most of us. Right, you don't know, it's and go, it's yeah. fine not to know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You dealt with your father, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, we talked you, about that last week. Yeah. You want to tell them about what happened with that? Yeah, with him, that was... It wasn't planned. It just... Uh, a, an opportunity just sort of arose on the phone with him, and then uh, it kind of came out, and it came out quick. I blurted it out, and I, I basically just said, you know, for all the shortcomings you had as a father, times you let us down and stuff, you know, I forget. Can you guys hear him in the back? Speak up a little bit louder. Yeah, and um, when it came out, uh, I got a chill, like a weird chill, like a weird like. <laughs> it was like relief, but it was like a, it just felt like a chill that came over me, yeah. and it was silent for a minute. He didn't say anything, 
And then he never responded, you know, he never accepted it or didn't or, you know, tried to forgive me or anything. But he started uh, speaking about stuff that we have interest in together. And his mood would change to one that I hadn't seen since I was a little kid where he became giddy and just uh, sort of, it was like a jovial moment where it's normally a weird, dark conversation that we have. Yeah. So it was never, after I did it, it was never addressed between us or spoke about again, but you could, it, something changed for sure. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Fathers want their children back. There's yeah. nothing like the return of children to their fathers and fathers to children. And you're going to find some mothers who want that too. Yeah. They just don't understand how to overcome it, but when you go to them and forgive them, some of them realize they didn't realize what they had done. And, and when you tell them, they start to change as well. Yeah, yesterday I was having a conversation with my phone on the on my phone. With your phone? Yeah, with my phone. We were just talking stuff. You talk to your phone? Yeah, we, we hang out. Well, my, my producer was talking to his phone. <laughs> he called the phone racist. <laughs> what did you call your phone? Sierra? Serious? Siri. Feminist. <laughs> and what did Siri say? Oh, come here, Jamie. He, I caught him talking to his phone. I'm like, oh, God. You know, when do we get a new producer? And so what did you say to your phone? Well, um, I asked my phone if it was a feminist. And it, didn't, <laughs> it did not answer directly. Right. It said, I believe something, something, equality, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I said that, I said other stuff, and it responded in other indirect ways. I was surprised to hear his phone responded back. <laughs> It was weird, so it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, uh, like I told you, I was going, I'm going to speak with her in a week when I go up there. Um, yeah. But I was on the phone with her yesterday, and I was dying to do it right then. I really wanted to, but I stopped myself, and I wasn't sure if that was a good idea. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. If the moment presents itself, take advantage of the moment. It felt like the perfect but, moment. But right. No, I, but then I remember you said it's better you know, to go to them in person. So right. I thought, and the reason for that, because you get your courage back when you have to face them. Okay. But listen, folks, if the moment presents itself, that's God presenting the moment. And in that moment, that's when you're going to go free. Don't have a set thing. It's always best to go and face the person so you can get your courage back. But had you taken advantage of the moment, you still would have gotten your courage as well. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So now you got to face her. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, man. Any questions? We're out of time here. Any questions? Anybody? No? Did this help today? So read that for me real fast. <laughs> What's that? Deuteronomy 30? Matthew. I mean, Matthew uh, 13. 5, Matthew 24? No. Yeah, Matthew 24, 26 through 27. Okay. Uh, so if anyone tells you, there he is out in the wilderness, do not go. A little go- loud for you, everybody. All right. Oh yeah. So if anyone tells you, there he is out in the wilderness, do not go out. Or here he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Don't look outside at all for the answer. Now, you, by looking at yourself from within, you're going to see what's going on the, the outside as well. It's going to naturally happen. Because, like I said, every outside has an inside, right? But you're going to see what's going on. From this day forward, keep an eye on yourself. And don't judge yourself. Have no opinion about self at all. And when your father, the devil, talks to you, eventually he's going to get far away. But when he speaks to you, let it pass. Doubt every thought. 
when you doubt every thought, then the truth will be revealed to you because that's all is apparent. It's right there, right? And we live by faith. So we got to live by one or the other. So doubt every thought you get. The ones that seem good and the ones that seem bad are all lies. They build you up to let you down. And we, and the way to doubt them is just simply let them pass. Don't control them. Don't pick out the good ones. Don't suppress them. Just watch them. Become the observer, the watcher. And if you become the watcher, life is going to work. And have no opinion about anything. And, and as soon as you realize, I'm not going to have an opinion about anything, Satan's going to try to give you opinions about everything. But just notice he's getting busy trying to give you an opinion. Relax and live. Have no opinion about yourself or anyone. And you will see what's going on. And you'll be able to deal with it. It's so amazing. It really is amazing. You got to just let go. Every person that makes a decision, everyone who has an opinion about something, you're playing God. We don't know what's right and we don't know what's wrong. We don't know what we want and we don't know what we need. But it will be provided if you let go of everything. That makes sense? Amazing. So listen, I encourage you to do the prayer. How many of you are doing the silent prayer? Oh, good. I encourage you to stay with it. No matter what happened. I've been doing it for 29 years now. Stay with the prayer. And that way you keep that connection with God, with your father. Satan doesn't want that. He want to break that connection so he can get back in and deceive you. Stay with the prayer no matter what. All right. And have no opinion. It's all going to work out. I really appreciate you all coming. And I appreciate you all tuning in, folks. We need your support. I got to do this. Uh, Moxie Girl, right? Moxie Girl had a challenge last Sunday of uh, 300 some dollars, right? And, and a whole lot of folk met that challenge. Thank you so much, all right? We do appreciate it. I want to, you know, I don't like asking for money, but we need you to support us. Your tithing offerings and donations and stuff because we don't get money from the government and a lot of stuff we got to do. So if you get a help from the pro, from what we're doing, give back so that we can help others. We really need your support. Uh, if you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Isn't that true? Absolutely. Uh, man, it's amazing. We had a hoot nanny over time. Yeah, great. yeah. And you, you've been to counseling, right? What do you think about it? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That was, uh, therapy for- give him the mic for me. Just real quick, I was in therapy for about a year and a half, and they were just pretty much teaching me how to put band-aids over my anger yeah. and temper. Had one counseling session, no therapy at all. That's right. Most of the time, you only need one. You may want to do a follow-up, all right? But I highly recommend the count. And go and get your money back from the idiots. <laughs> all that money you guys spent. Just gave me the best hug of my life. That's right. <laughs> uh, best. Yeah. But really, we have the best uh, counseling service for men and women around the world. So if you need it, let us know. Uh, what else? Check the radio show out. Any announcement, Hermes? Oh, Jeremiah, announcement? Women's Forum this Thursday at 7 p.m. Okay. Everybody know Hermes? That's we my have a PR couple birthdays. So Women's Forum this Thursday night at 7 p.m. for ladies only. On the third Thursday night for ladies only. First Thursday for men only. Sunday morning for everybody. So come on down Sunday, uh, Thursday night. I mean, it's an amazing meeting. Isn't it, Cheryl? We had an amazing meeting last time. Uh, 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 uh. You never know what's going to happen in those meetings. But they are amazing. 
Uh, I think that's it. So don't forget to support us. And uh, that's it, right? Yeah. You want to wish these guys a happy birthday? Oh, yeah, that's right. Who, uh, who birthday is Bill and Robert and Joel. Come on up, guys. No wonder Joel got out of here. It's the birthday time. Um, this is your first time here? Welcome. Thank you. Any questions or anything? No, I love it. Oh, good. Um, you don't want to be on the mic, right? Is that right? Oh, oh I thought she said, that's about to say you. Go ahead and close it out Okay. Um, your first time. How did you hear about us? My husband. That's your husband? Yes, it is. You look too young to have a husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> how, may I ask how old are you? I'm 29. That's not old. I know. I'm kidding. Oh. Inside I'm old. So wise. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so any questions or anything you disagree with? I agree with everything completely. Right on. Um, Are you doing the prayer by chance? No, I actually haven't seen it. Okay. Um, I, I always overhear your videos when he watches it. So oh, okay. I'm listening from the distance, right but on. I like I Well, like what I encourage I you to do the prayer. Uh, SilentPrayer.video. Okay. All right. So no, anything you disagree? Oh, you don't disagree. I don't disagree. Right on. No, no, no. You I'm got yourself a good wife, man. <laughs> Believe me. Got and myself a, man, a good husband. <laughs> beta or alpha? Alpha. He became an alpha. Oh, good. Yeah. Was he, it hard to let the weak man go? Was it hard? Maybe for him, but it was great seeing him become an alpha. women like control the weak man. <laughs> And so when they wake up, they're like, no. No, I love the alpha. No, go, go. Yeah, I'm good. No, I, I wanted the alpha. I know. That's what they want. Yeah. You're I'm absolutely. all about women have their place, men have their place. That's, wow, right yeah, on. I'm not, Man, that's nice. Yeah. I think it might have to do with my mom, actually. Then it had a mic? Yeah. So what now? Um, I do believe it might have to do with my mom. Um, I didn't have a, I mean, I left about 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm from Europe. Oh, okay. Um, and um, yeah, I think it had to do with my mom also. Like, I just, I, I, I just didn't want to be around um, her and just the environment in general. Yes. Um, and um, I didn't have such a good relationship with my wife uh, in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, and then I think my mom getting close to her, and uh, I think in a way I forgave her the way that you suggest forgiving your parents. But this was three, four years ago. Right. I met you just, you know. Maybe this year. So you went to your mother and forgave her? Yeah, and it was actually because of the way that my brother was treating her. And uh-huh. I saw the way he was treating her, and I realized that I might have done that as well in the past. And so I told her, you know, I have nothing that I, I – I've never hated you, but if I've ever done anything to you um, because I resented you, uh, it's, it's no longer the case. And, you know, she felt a lot of guilt for the way that, you know, unfortunately things have gone in All her right. family. So she also has this sort of, uh, oh, um, you know, my older son, so my, my brother, um, isn't the right for treating me like, you know, like this. Yeah. And I told her, do not even think that for a second. Well, he, he is, though. He's giving back to her what she gave to him while growing up. And he, does, he has nothing else to give because she did not give him love. She gave him hate. And so he resented that and became just like her. And so he is giving back to her what she gave to him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she gave him hate. I just don't think that he's um, received the, t- I, I don't know, I think that he's always wanted a different kind of love or perhaps uh, wanted to be spoiled more. I, I don't I don't really know exactly, but um, my mom is really the least angry person you ever see. Like, she's so so calm, so chill. And how about your father? Never met him. You never met your father? Never met him. Wow. Yeah. 
And do you know where he is? Um, I don't know the exacts, uh, but a few years ago, the his new family sort of came out of hell to contact us to sort of tell us how basically you know we were at fault you know and i you know it didn't impact me it messed up my brother yeah i was kind of laughing um forgive your father oh yeah and you know I mean, I, go to him and forgive him yeah i'll, I'll try and find him i don't yeah. know where he is yeah that way you'll be completed you got to return to the father yeah and actually i want to talk to you about it um uh, Ermius was nice enough to invite us over, um, but I, you know, I did call to get perhaps some, um, you know, one on one. Oh, okay. And because uh, right. I don't, I don't feel, I don't believe I feel hate towards right. anybody in particular. I was telling my wife yesterday that even friends and and people that were in my circle that I don't talk to anymore because they were just not necessarily um, good influences. I don't remember the bad times. I only remember the good times. So mm-hmm. I don't really resent anybody. Are you doing the silent prayer? No, I actually have. I always hear you talk about it. And yeah. I never took the time to Make uh, sure you learn. start doing it too. Pardon? Ha- make sure you do the prayer. Have you have you made an appointment already? Uh, no, I will. Yeah, make one come here. Uh-huh. We'll talk. What's your first name? Dom. Nice to meet you, man. Likewise, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How long you guys been married? Five. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. And the children? This one. That's your son? Yeah. yeah. That's my little brother. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, you're making me nervous. Okay. No, but, well, you know, thank you so much for having us, and, you know, really you've been an inspiration and uh, just such guidance, and, um, you know, just everything you're doing is amazing. So right. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you came, man. Thanks. Thank you. How about you? What's your first name? Anton. Anton. How old are you? 18 now. Oh, really? You live with your mother? I live with him. Oh. These guys. Oh, you do? And uh, any questions? No, like I said, like, well, my sister said I agree with everything, and uh, I signed up with him for counseling, for guidance, and, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good to meet you, man. Who else is for, oh, over here, first time, right? Yes. Okay. And how did you find us? I saw you on uh, Sean Hannity. Oh, okay. All right. And then I uh, Googled you and then started listening to you. And I said, man, that's some strange cat. That I know. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for coming. Any questions or anything you disagree with? Uh, no. Um, I've got tons and tons of questions. The least among them is uh, talking about physics in the universe and how it really works. I think we've, we talked about that once. Yes. But... Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. I really, right. really have. Well, make sure you do the prayer and stay with it and go and forgive your stepmother. Yeah. All right? Thank you, man. You bet. Um, it's your first time, too, right? And how did you hear about us? My husband. Oh, okay. Um, any questions? Welcome. I'm glad you came. Any questions or anything you disagree with? I have no opinion. <laughs> oh, oh, you learned that part already, huh? <laughs> no. I don't agree with everything, but that's okay. That's right. That doesn't make it. It's okay. Well, I'm glad you came. Thank you. All right. Anybody else first time? Oh, right here. What's your first name? My first name is David. Hey, David. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How did you hear about us? Uh, My friend, Ernesto. Oh, cool. Any questions or anything? No, I pretty much agreed with most of the stuff you said. I especially agreed with the uh, with uh, forgiving your your parents for. Yeah. But uh, my question is, uh, my mom died when I was like one and a half. Oh man! So 
I feel that affected my family yeah. a lot. So how do I forgive my mother for for what happened? Do you blame God for taking your mother? Mm. That's a that's a good question. Uh, I never really thought about it. I just kind of blamed the situation I was in. So I don't I don't think I blame God. I more blame just how it affected us and how. How were kinda, you affected by your mother dying? I felt with that it kind of it kind of altered uh, the way my dad kind of acted, and it really changed. The relationship between me and uh, my brother and I. Okay. So, so your father wasn't a good example. To be honest, not really. He was. Uh, he tried to be. Yeah. And I took like pretty much the best, like the best examples that he's given me. But uh, I felt he kind of failed when it came to uh, me and my brother. Yeah. Do you believe that had he been able to do better, he would have? Yes. Yeah. Go and tell him that. I will. Yeah, go and say, you know, I've been holding this against you. You know, my mom died when I'm one year years old, and you were not a good example. I realize you've done your best, but I've been holding this against you. And then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Forgive him for that. I will. And as far as your mother, the way to let that go is that she couldn't help it, you know. Yeah. She had cancer, right, you say? Uh, she... What did she say? What did she die of? Um, she had, like, a, I think, a tumor or something. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Well, she loved you. It's just that the disease yeah. took her away. You know, she didn't want to go and die. Yeah. And it is hard when you lose your parents like that, especially at that age. But just realize she couldn't help it. She was yeah. not in control of that. All right? Mm-hmm. But go and forgive your father. Just say, hey, I've been holding this against you. I realize now that, you know, you're just beta male, couldn't help it. (laughs) (laughs) And I resented you for it because I needed you to be a father and a man. And I'm sorry for holding that against you. And everything will change. And tell your brother to do the same. (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) Why you laugh? Because he's he's completely, he's closed-minded. He doesn't really like to... He holds way too much anger. Yeah. So. Well, just you become an example for him. Oh. And, and through you, he might wake up. Okay? Yeah. I'm glad you came, man. Thank you. And make sure you do the silent prayer. I Give will. it a try. All right? And so this is your first time, right? It is. Any questions or anything? Uh, I've watched a lot of your videos already as it is, so yeah. I feel like i kind of already been here before. Well, thanks for bringing your friend, too. Yep. That's pretty cool. Thank you. All right. So make sure you see Cheryl before you leave all the new people. Because we need your information and so. stuff. All right. And thank you all for tuning in. Oh, and thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Yes. Who? Oh, yeah. you're not going to get away, buddy. <laughs> Real fast. This is your first time here? Yeah. Uh, what's your name? Marcus. Thank you for telling on him. Uh. Marcus, how did you hear about us? Uh, YouTube. Any questions or anything you disagree with? No. Not, you didn't disagree with anything? No. Have you gone and forgiven your mother yet? Um, not in the way that you're talking about. Before I heard about you, I already talked to my parents. Right. Um, 
but I do plan on doing it. Yeah, now you have to go back. Yeah. And then I'm telling you, Marcus, you're going to come out of that because every man who has anger is a woman. And so you're going to come out of that female nature and you're going to think and deal with life like a man. Logical. With perfect love all the time. Agreed. But in that fallen state, you cannot do it because you have the mindset of a woman instead of a man. Did you know you were a woman? Um, I don't agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll see when you wake up. You will see. Well, I'm glad you came, man. Thank you. Yeah. So make sure you guys see Cheryl right here. And, uh, all right, so we need your offering. We're going to do the offering right now. All right, so if you can help us out, deep and help a lot. We need your support. All right, so in the meantime, yes, James? Oh, same thing with church. I thought they still looking? I'm glad I didn't say anything bad about you guys. So don't forget to support us. And we have the women's forum this Thursday night, 7 p.m. Come on down. And, and support us, all right? We need your support. Thank you. Bye. Amazing. Thank you all. I appreciate it.